This is Marcus Padley with Henry Jennings on the Marcus Today Morning Meeting Podcast. This is general advice only. You know the rules. Certainly not personal financial advice. It is the 8th of December. Almost Christmas. Santa, I think, has left the building. What do you think, Henry? I think, as I've been writing the last few days, Santa interrupted, to be honest. And we do traditionally get a period of early December weakness before Santa fires up. And of course, we've got the FOMC on the 13th, 14th. So maybe that will be the trigger for Rudolph to be brought out of his retirement for the year. And we shall see the Santa rally, but we'll see from where that rally starts. Yeah, well, for those that don't know, for members that don't know, there's something in the US called the Santa Claus rally. But I put a chart in the strategy piece last week, I think, which shows you the seasonal chart of our market. And it really does take off in December. The theory behind it is that the US does its end of year finances and a lot of individuals, a lot of companies work out they've made a profit at the end of the year. And then in late December, they make investment decisions to put it into the market. So lots of new money flows to fund managers in January and the market rallies in January because that new money goes in. So what happens is that the market rallies before that because everyone's anticipating the January rally. So we get this Santa Claus rally. Anyway, (laughs) it is statistically true that our market does perform very well in December and through to May. And then we get the sell in May and go away. So this is the seasonally positive time. But the US market is up 14% in 35 days. And it looks like we're topping out. I've got a few things in there today. Henry, technical yeah. observations. I was going to ask Seven. you, how do, we pl- how do we play this then with your strategy? I've got two strategies in today. One's short term and one's the strategy portfolio strategy. So the strategy portfolio strategy is we're, we've been fully invested. We are thinking that this softening by the Fed and this bounce that started in October, we're hoping it is the start of a new bull market. But we're still going to give this market the benefit of the doubt until proven otherwise. But short term, over the, as you know, Henry, over the last couple of days, there have been a host of sell signals. And today, as I do the technical scans in the morning, there are 70 stocks with RSI sell signals today. That's 35% of the ASX 200 has got a sell signal today. On top of that, there are these are just technical observations. I mean, technicals just tell you what's happened really and suggest to you that whatever's trending now will continue to trend. So it can change any time. But short term, there have also been sell signals on the NASDAQ, the S&P 500, the Dow Jones, the REIT sector, which of course is interest rate sensitive, the info technology sector, which is the all tech sector for us, and the small ordinary sector as well. So all of all of these markets are just tipping over the top for the moment. So short term, betting on the market coming off. And yesterday I sold six of our trades, took profits in four of them and losses in two of them. And today I've sold Domino's Pizza, which has a sell signal today, which it didn't have yesterday. And we're left with Sandfire Resources, which is a copper play, which we're up 18% on at the moment. We'll let that run for the moment. Copper could keep going. But I've also taken a bet on B-Bus, which is it's inversely geared to the S&P 500. So if the S&P 500 falls 1%, this should go up 2 to 2.75%. So betting on the market going down in the short term and watching over my shoulder on the strategy portfolio 
just in case what we've seen is a relief rally, not a new bull market. I have to say relief rally is looking more likely at the moment. The chatter today is all about recession. And there are a number of US strategists that are now calling a recession next year, at least a slowdown. And therefore, we need to be fearful about the results season coming up and earnings downgrades and everything sort of getting a bit negative. So short term negative, medium term, just holding on to our hope. I know you you, you sort of think the same, Henry, but uh, in the short term, have you done anything about it in the small companies section? Well, I've got 50% cash anyway. So I had been picking off some things as and when, but I have stopped doing that. Took some profits in Chalice this morning. They're up 10%. That's gone pretty well. We've made uh, a couple of bucks on that one. Interestingly, looking at the chart from last Christmas, we did see that fall into the early part of December, followed by a rally into January. And then the market absolutely collapsed after the 4th of January to around the 27th of January. It fell from uh, around 7,500 to 6,800. Had an almighty tonking last January. January ahead of results in February. So just be aware that the Santa Claus rally may not last forever. But if you if you remember last year, Henry, we were this was the the early revelation in 2022 was that the Fed had come back from their holiday and decided that they had got it wrong with this transitionary view about inflation. And they started to admit that inflation was going to be a problem and indicated that interest rates would have to go up. So uh, beginning of last year was uh, possibly a non-repeating moment, not a seasonal moment where we had this central bank realisation that that they'd got it wrong and were behind the curve and had to do something about it. We'll see. Anyway, January is usually good. And one of the other things I've done today, just have a look in the strategy section if you're interested. I've sold ATEC. ATEC is A-T-E-C, which is the ETF that represents the Australian All Technology Index, which was, as Henry and I chatted about yesterday, was created when everybody was excited about technology when the US tech sector was flying along and they thought they'd better create an Australian one. I have been rather disappointed that that hasn't performed particularly well since we bought back into the market. And as I look down the list, and you'll see the list in the strategy piece today, as you look down the list of the stocks in that sector, there are five stocks that account for 47% of the index. And the, the biggest one's computer share. Computer share is known to make money out of interest rates going up. And here we are trying to bet on the tech sector going up when interest rates come down. Of course, computer share goes the other way. When did computer share ever become a tech stock? Just because it's got computer in the name, it's a registry stock and a platform. Just That's not a tech stock. What a crap index. And and that's my conclusion today is that I'm betting on technology as a whole when the truth of the matter is we should really stock pick this sector and not assume that it's a homogenous group of stocks that move together. So I've lost a bit of interest in that. Plus, there is a sell signal on the tech sector as well. It hasn't performed terribly well. So very happy to sell that, which means we've got 10% cash now in the strategy portfolio. And that possibly seems appropriate at the moment, gives us a bit of flexibility going forward. Right. Otherwise, what have we got coming up? Oil being absolutely smacked at the moment. I'd suggest that maybe oil and energy stocks 
is a place to be hunting at the moment. Karoon is popping up on my radar. Always a good quality second lineup with Brazilian exposure through its Bauna project in Brazil. Better than Beach Petroleum, which is wrapped up in Warrego. I also had a look at copper stocks today. I know that nickel is close to your heart, but there's been a lot of talk about copper. And I had an email from a lady, uh, Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Shout out to Jenny. On junior coppers, say the coppers are getting younger. Just to look at some of the small cap, very small cap, patience required copper stocks and 29 metals, which is Owen Hegarty's play, which got downgraded today, but is a big copper play with leverage. So that's an interesting one. When I did that podcast with Peter Harold, I asked him, as I like to ask people in the industry, if you could buy a stock that wasn't your own, what would you buy? He rather predictably picked Panoramic, which is another nickel stock, which is about three times the size of Poseidon nickel. But he also picked 29 metals for the second time. So uh, maybe that's worth a look. I see also CSL's made this big decision to build a plant in Broad Meadows, and some of the brokers have updated their research today. As you said, Henry, it's un-Australian to put a sell recommendation on CSL. <laughs> uh, so most brokers have a buy recommendation. Target price is sort of 10, 20% above the current share price. But also there's been some news on the pickup in plasma collections in the US recently, and that's dropped fairly well for CSL. I, I'm not sure I be buying anything in the market at the moment. CSL has just had a sell signal. The chart doesn't look too flash, so uh, one for the back burner. I've got to say, there'd be probably an interesting correlation between plasma collections in the US and the US economic outlook, given that they pay people in the US, and when jobs are plentiful and no one needs the money, they don't go to CSL, they don't donate plasma, but as things start turning a little bit negative, plasma collections rise. So there might be some smart person out there that could chart plasma collections versus US GDP forecasts. Well, it would sort of make sense if if we're going to have a recession, the market's going to uh, perform poorly. CSL, defensive stock as well, and lots of poor people in America. Go and give blood. Marvellous stuff. <laughs> they rejected me. I got rejected. I went to give blood for the first time oh, ever. Mad cow. No, that wasn't why I was rejected. I was rejected because the day before, I'd slipped over in the wet, when isn't it wet in Sydney, putting the bins out, cut my knee, so I was rejected as a blood donor. I was well, that's just that's just gross, Henry. I'm sure our members will love to see that. I was mortified. Um, mortified. Uh, good. Okay. Uh, I'm just having a look through the economic diary for next week. And on the 14th, we have US CPI numbers to worry about as well. So that's probably one of the double, double. milestone <laughs> milestone releases next week. Right. I think that's about it. So short term, short term, bit negative, lots of sell signals and longer term, getting a little bit more cautious about just whether we've seen a relief rally or a new bull market. I think a new bull market's looking a bit optimistic on the charts at the moment. We will see how we go next week. All important. Great. Thank you very much, Henry. We will speak to you all tomorrow.